guys feeling? Pretty um, good. Oh, I feel like a bag of smashed assholes, but let's... I feel oh, like very, I should have showered today. I feel good. Very I, hungover Zach Mech. Yeah. yeah. That's me. This time it's you. <laughs> <laughs> we all get a turn. Yeah, today yeah. it's mine. I've yeah. been. I was hungover so much for shooting. We kill him. I've put my time in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You and me both. <laughs> Should we get into this? Yeah. Let's get into it. First of all, we're the History Boys. We are oh? History Boys. Me? Yeah. Am I a History Boy? Yes. What's your name? Chris. Cool. I'm Zach. I'm also a History Boy. A hungover History Boy. Nice. Uh, I'm Jerry. I'm also a History Boy. And I'm Tyler, also a history boy. <laughs> and I'm Chris. Yeah, no, did we do me already? Yeah, we did you. We did you. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Comedy. <laughs> what, are we, what are we talking about today, uh, Jerry? Well, we're still talking about Lope de Aguirre. Fuck, still. The wrath of God. Yeah, and where, where did we leave off last time? We had a we we had a we had a short, angry man. We had a handsome man as as uh, a hot lady and a yeah. fat guy. And they're in the middle of the jungle, and they can't find El Dorado. It was like, yeah, uh, pretty much. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's a really good summary. Why did right it take us a whole hour to do that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so last we left you, Aguirre engineered the leader of their expedition, Pedro de Ursua's assassination. Now, Ursua's body was buried in a shallow pit with his loyal follower, who was also killed, uh, right next to him, right on top of him. Jackal's going to pull, pull it up. They're going to pull those corpses up. They didn't dig the graves deep enough. Uh, probably not, no. The conspirators found Ursua's wine cache and drank all of oh, it. Oh, fuck that yeah. That's, <laughs> that's why they didn't finish the graves. They were hammered. <laughs> They're like, they didn't deep enough. I yeah. feel like I found that wine cache. <laughs> <laughs> Last night. Last night. Ursua's death was seemed necessary to most of the men. And it was kind of suicidal for anyone to be like, hey, I liked Ursua. You know, after seeing, like, one guy... Yeah, like, Gira would have choked him out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> choked them to death. So now the nobleman Fernando de Guzman was in charge, thanks to Aguirre, and they set to work drawing up documents justifying their murder of Ursua, saying that he was unfit to lead them in the king's service and that they would serve the Spanish crown better without him. Yeah. And they all had to sign it. They're like, yeah, we killed this guy. <clears throat> yeah. And since it most of those, most those guys couldn't read, so they're just, he's like, just sign here. It's good for everyone. Oh, oh some some people, like, they were like, hey, I can't read. I can't, like, sign my name. They were, like, trying to use it as an excuse in case, like, these documents were ever found by, like, the Spaniards. Mm -hmm. They could be like, hey, I didn't sign it. I didn't right. sign you shit. Know. He's like, it's a boilerplate user agreement. Just click I accept. Yeah, right. And so, it's an like, NDA. Yeah. anyone who didn't sign it, their dissent was noted. For now, but just noted. Yeah. You know, like it. I, I'm going to write your name in my like, black book. Oh, oh, we know you didn't sign it. That's a uh, Taylor Swift song about that. It's about this moment. Yeah. <laughs> there were a couple of people that decided that they were not only not going to sign it, but they were like, hey, I'm I'm loyal to the king and the king only. And only above him is God. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's not a joke. Guess. No, that's, no, that's pretty much exactly It's pretty what funny to me, but... Yeah. Uh, Aguirre signed his name last and put next to it the traitor. <laughs> uh, and, and everyone was like... What a cool guy. Uh-oh. He's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, and like he gave like this ominous like warning. He's like, he's like, no, we're all traitors. We just killed the Spanish crown's governor, dude. They're not going to give us any mercy. Meanwhile, there's one guy in the background being like, what do you write down? Why, why is everyone gasping? I still can't read. 
It's like, why'd you have us all sign this? And it's like, now you're all in on it. <laughs> well, yeah, he's That's like, what he's, he's doing. Like, oh, yeah, he's <laughs> like, you're all in on it now. We all killed him. And they're not going to show you any mercy if, if they ever catch you. So you better show loyalty to me and my boy, Guzman. Yeah. And they were like, well, why did you convince us to kill him then? And he's like, <laughs> round be, and round we go. Because it'd be super <laughs> funny. Yeah, right. Because it would be a great story. So as the new governor of the Amaguas and El Dorado, Guzman would hand out new offices, and so many, in fact, that they would kind of become silly and meaningless. <laughs> like, like one man was made... In the middle of the jungle, he was made a sea captain. Yeah. Perfect. And another guy was made, was put in charge of, quote, warlike stories. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Which I think is probably the best job in the whole group. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this guy over here is secretary of those cute little monkeys we see around. Yeah. Yeah. Secretary of the monkey. <laughs> and this guy, secretary of naps. <laughs> yeah. Aguirre, of course, was made was made second in command. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, naturally. I'm sure he was like, "Oh no, no, please, I can't be in charge. I, I can't." Guzman. But, should... Oh, if you insist, Guzman. Yeah. yeah, he's got like a knife in his back. <laughs> <laughs> so Guzman was not a leader, uh, to say the least. We said this last episode; he was easily manipulated by and... George W. Bush. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You got yeah, a Bush Cheney situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. Aguirre is yeah. Dick Cheney in this situation. And they're gonna go kill. Uh... People of other races. Yeah. From other countries. Yes. It's pretty much accurate. Mission accomplished. (laughs) There are WMDs in those uh, jungles. In in, in El Dorado. A lot of parallels happening there. Nope. (laughs) Sarcastic. But he liked all the uh, the perks of being the new leader. You know, he got to kind of sit around and, like, eat all the food and stuff, and everybody had to be, like, subservient to him. He got a bunch of guards now. Push that horse off the raft. (laughs) Go into the jungle, find me some grapes somehow, and then feed them to me. Is he? I'm in charge. Was he actually fat, or am I just thinking of the guy from the movie? I don't really know if he was fat or not, but the fact that he liked to just eat food all the time leads historians to believe he may have been. I like to eat food all the time. Same here. So. I'm, I'm getting fat. I mean, he might be one of those guys who can just like eat whatever he wants and he still looks good. Oh, my wife's Could like be. Yeah. Oh, jealous. I know. He can just wear anything. <laughs> <laughs> Ursua had sent out a scouting party before he was murdered. And, of course, they had no idea that Ursua was murdered. So when they came back to camp, they're like, oh, you know, he's dead now? And they're like, yeah, so he's our leader. And they're like, I... I Object? Well, no, they, they said, I guess I'm a part, I, I swear fealty to him then, I guess. Yeah. It's that or die in the jungle. Yeah, yeah pretty much. And They, they uh, didn't even say Ursua like, went out to go get smokes or something. Yeah, he never, came, never back. came back. Ursua, yeah. Ursua flew back to his home planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it exploded along the way. <laughs> but the crazy part is, is those guys on that like little trip out, that scouting mission, actually found some people out in the jungle that, like, they found these giant roads that were, like, well-maintained. And they're like, oh, shit, like, we must be getting super close. And they, like, found people that were actually wearing gold ornaments and stuff. And, like, one of the natives that they found, like, she used, like, sand in her hands to somehow communicate that there was this settlement, like, further down the river that was just full of people, like, way populous. And they thought... Oh, it's the Amaguas, it's El Dorado. We're, we're so close. We're so close. But they get back and they're like, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. We're not doing that anymore. And they're like, oh. 
<laughs> you know, that's uh, that kind of reminds me of like uh, I was reading this article about how right before white settlers, like European settlers, first came to the like Americas. Uh, the native population was like huge and they had like trade networks and roads oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. and then there was yep. a plague and it wiped out like 90% of them. And it's the yeah, reason why European settlers were able to like overrun the whole thing and manifest destiny. But when they got there, they were like, God made this for us. Look at all these roads that are here yeah. <laughs> because they're idiots and they couldn't put two and two together. Yeah. And I kind of feel like the mentality here was the same. Yeah. Oh yeah. I 100%. So they set off with their new leader and at the first uh, friendly native uh, village they came to, they got there and they, they were welcomed and they, of course, asked him about El, El Dorado and, of course, they said the same old thing. It's over there. It's just a little further down the river. Just a little further down the river. Tired of the same old, same old answer. So there was one man, his name was Juan Alonso de Bandera. Ooh. That's a great yeah. Uh, who that just, guy fucks. He, he, was, <laughs> he was one of the guys that kind of bristled at being called a traitor. And he's oh, like, yeah. no, no, I'm, I'm on the king's side still. He's I'm like, just... I'm a swarthy sex pot. I'm not a traitor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, he got real tired of this answer. And he like tied a few of them up. And he was, like, was going like, to give them the what for until they gave him the real location of El Dorado. And Aguirre walked up. And he was kind of looking at what he was doing, it's and like, he just pulled out his sword and he killed them all. Oh God! And he said, Fucking "They have misled us enough." So and we know we know which which guy does foreplay and which guy just shoves it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Bite yeah. the pillow. Yeah, going in raw. <laughs> <laughs> That's a quote from McGeer, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There was like a dozen of them. Like he killed like all of them and just like left them there and like like walked away. That's uh, rude. Yeah. The expedition pushed on until they found an abandoned Indian village where they would stay for about two and a half months. They dubbed it the Village of the Brigantines because they were going to settle there for a while to build these two brigantines to take up to the sea to sail over to Peru. A brigantine is a boat. It's a boat. It's a big, it's a big boat, but not as big as like a, like a galleon. Something you can sell on a, say, so it's sail like on a, a river. But big I mean, the river. Amazon River is pretty big. Damn big. Yeah. So they're building yachts. They're building pretty, pretty big boats here. They're it's gonna good. listen to some hollow notes, <laughs> drink mimosas, yeah. wear like capris and slip-ons, and everyone's gonna have those dumb fucking captain's hats yes. that, like, you know, drunk douchebags that have boats always have. Yeah. Yeah. I am the captain now. Yeah. <laughs> My wife said that to me last night when we were playing Overcooked. <laughs> she started, she started driving the Winnebago, and I go, "Oh, you're driving now," and she goes, "Look at me." Look at me. I'm the captain now. <laughs> it was here that Aguirre's bloodthirsty ways really came to the surface, with a couple of trusted lieutenants, among them being Anton Yamoso and Juan de Aguirre. Nice. No relation. Oh. But there's the two Aguirre's, Lope de Aguirre, the Wrath of God, and Juan de Aguirre, the... Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can keep those together. Yeah. And they'd always, whenever they'd introduce themselves, they would say, no relation at the same time. Yeah. Be like, Jinx, <laughs> like, I owe uh, you a Coke. Like uh, Tiny Toons. Yeah. They uh, they would root Which out... Which is based on these guys. Yeah, Tiny Toons Adventures is based off of Aguirre, Wrath of God. <laughs> <sighs> they would root out anyone that was not loyal to Guzman, a.k.a. Aguirre. Anyone that was somewhat loyal or friendly to Ursua or someone that wasn't really excited about leaving El Dorado behind, 
They were probably choked to death, strangled to death, garroted, things <laughs> like that. Just cut off my head. Don't choke me to death. Yeah. I don't want the last thing I see to be, you know, Aguirre's <laughs> fucking beat red face with veins popping out going, gee, and you know he's coming. You know he's coming when he's doing it. I mean, to get him to stop, just say harder, daddy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. And then he's like, oh, now it's not fun anymore. <laughs> Suspicion was enough to get you hung outside camp. Like one guy got was hung from a tree outside camp with a sign around his neck that says, for services to the king. Nice. Because they weren't with the king yeah. no more. Fuck that king, man. We're Eldorado. Wait, was was no relation from Tiny Toon Adventures, or was it from Animaniacs? Oh, God damn it. Animaniacs. Okay. Both. Was it so they could fuck? No, but the, I no, don't the Animaniacs are related. Were they trying about. to be like, they're not related, so they could all fuck? The uh, t- Animaniacs yes. are related. They are... Yeah, the they're brothers, brothers and sisters. Okay, so yeah. They're the definitely. Warner Brothers and the Warner Sister. Yeah, yeah, and then it's, definitely, it's Babs uh, and Buster. They're gonna fuck. Yeah, because they've been fucking. Yeah, they're like, we're not related, so we can right. fuck. And they are rabbits, so it's... Pre- we're it's, just second cousins. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's 90% of, like, all the human sexual relationships over the history of mankind yeah. were second cousins or first or cousins. Or first cousins. Am I still drunk from last night? I Probably. Think so. That's okay. It's going to fade into Give the worst time Give that weird hungover, hungover like... Yeah, the zaniness. The zany hungoverness. Yeah. Oh, dear. I've been there. So there were a couple of men that uh, were able to escape Aguirre's homicidal machinations finding help from guzman because guzman like would be like what what's what's the issue like this guy'd be like running towards him he'd be like aguirre's gonna kill me he's gonna cut my head off and he'd be like oh no no no! you're good you're good don't cut his head off and it would really piss aguirre off and he'd be like fine and he'd just go find somebody else he's like fine i'm gonna find somebody else's head to cut off and he would like start (laughs) disarming people like taking their guns and like swords and stuff he'd be like you're not gonna take care of it right and he would, like, hand it to other guys, and he'd be like, see, they're a real warrior. They'll take care of it, unlike you. <laughs> and, like, he would, like, win over followers that way. He's just going around, like, bullying people. Yeah. <laughs> That's like... So, meanwhile, Guzman also gave uh, Bandera a high office, and it kind of split the camp into two factions, the Aguirre faction and the Bandera faction. Those... I'm, I'm with Bandera, I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. He seems uh, handsome. Soon, Guzman would demote Aguirre because of the rising tensions. He would demote Aguirre to captain of the horse. Nice. The only horse they had, right? Oh, they don't have any horses. <laughs> yeah, they pushed it off the road. <laughs> That's right, they did push they, it off the road. They, they let go of all of their horses, like, into the jungle. Yeah, like, and, like ate it. the rest of them. Because they just couldn't take care of them. It wasn't sparking joy, so yeah, get yeah, rid of yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. It was a meaningless position. And he gave Aguirre's second-in-command position... To Bandera. And Uh-oh. Bandera had two offices now, which... That's a lot of work. Yeah. Two offices, and they were both corner offices. <laughs> <laughs> as Aguirre skulked around the camp, he couldn't stand people whispering as he walked by, because he thought they were talking about him. And so he like pulled out his sword, and he was like, Any man caught whispering, I'll cut his head off. So, like, no one was allowed to whisper. <laughs> Everyone had to yell. Yeah. <laughs> well, one guy like tried to like get around it, and uh, he starts speaking Latin, you know, to kind of like be just like a little quieter. They hung him from a tree for doing that. For trying to act all smart in front yeah. of everyone. And so they hung a, <laughs> they hung a sign around his uh, around his neck that said, uh, "For being too chatty." Oh, chatty <laughs> Kathy. Yeah. So to try to placate Aguirre, Guzman agreed to marry his relative to Elvira, Aguirre's daughter, and that would essentially make her a noble. And so, like, Elvira was, like, super happy about that. She's like, oh, I gotta be, like, a noble. And Aguirre 
didn't really care. He's like, that's a cool plus, but Aguirre didn't really like nobles. He was more of a friend to like the lower born of the group. He was the he was the Christian Bale of the crew. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm friends with cobblers and builders. So yeah. I'm the only celebrity in the group. <laughs> and uh, during this time, I also want to mention that Aguirre's buddy, Lorenzo de Zalduendo, had taken up with Doña Ines, the widow. Yeah. Or I, I think they were married, but yeah, the widow of Ursula, for, for, just for sake of argument. And he was, like, no better than Ursula. Like, he found himself, like, not being able to, like, leave her side and stuff. I think, like... <laughs> They just got, like, really protective, and they didn't want anyone else to, like, have her, because she was, like, really pretty. Yeah, and everybody is just, like, hungry for puss. Yeah, and, like, he had, like, fight several people. Well, and you're walking around... in there. You're walking around the jungle. Porn hasn't been invented yet. You're watching all these animals get it on, and you're like, that seems like a lot of fun, <laughs> because I don't know how to read, and that is the only other entertainment activity besides killing and drinking that there is out here. Yeah. <laughs> So this really reinforced what they had all suspected about Doña Inez, that she was bewitching any man that came close to her. But one of the one of the guys that Zaldwendo had to fight to get to get to Doña Inez was Bandera, and oh, so no. Aguirre accused Bandera of hatching this plot to kill Guzman and take like the makeshift throne for himself. Did Guzman? By that? You would think the duplicity well, would be well, on the, Front Street at well, this point. Well, the thing is, because Zalduendo also hated Bandera, he totally backed him up. And he was like, oh yeah, totally, totally. And so, yeah, Guzman bought it. <sighs> Guzman's Jeez. a fucking shill. Yeah, <laughs> to say the least. They all agreed that they should kill Bandera. And not only Bandera's, but any one of, like... Bandera's friends. Anybody on Team Bandera. Yeah. yeah they're they're like, like, slit his handsome throat. <laughs> <laughs> One of those guys, his name was Chavez. Guzman invited Bandera and Chavez over to his tent where he gave, like, like they were, like, playing cards or something, and he, like, gave, like, a signal, and these guys just, like, came out and started hacking them to pieces. Oh, I bet you it was something cool. Like, he was like, in my hand, I got the Suicide King. <laughs> and they were like, that's the signal. Yeah. Because yeah, why yeah. would you make it a card that isn't a murdery card? Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, that, that's that's a good one. Uh, I would thought that the signal would be something more subtle, like, Get him! I guess it's time to hack these guys up! <laughs> yeah, because they're not allowed to whisper. Exactly. Yeah. No whisper. Except for Chavez, though. They stabbed him, they beat him over the head, they pelted him with rocks, Aww. even, and he wouldn't die. He ran from the tent, screaming, and uh, he... He's like, uh... Rasputin. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the uh, Rasputin of the jungle. Uh, eventually, he and he jumped into the river. He jumped into the Amazon River, and they just shot at him, and he just was gone. Did he survive? No. He's, okay. He was, he was I'd imagine he'd much be like, like in the Amazon River, <laughs> my bleeding wounds will insulate me oh. from the creatures of nature, and then was immediately eaten by piranhas. Yeah. He was healed by the rivers of the Amazon. <laughs> he became one with the Amazon. Yeah. Uh, quite literally, he was yeah. eaten. Yeah, he was eaten immediately. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, Sagiri was now restored to his old post of second in command. Cool. Talk about a hostile takeover. They're like, thanks, man. That guy would have killed me. <laughs> yeah. You get your job back. So mirroring the spiraling madness of the camp, approaching friendly Indians that were looking to trade were captured and enslaved. 
And that was the last visit from friendly Indians that they were going to get. Not a bad trade. (laughs) Jesus. How about we give you nothing and you become our slaves? (laughs) Yeah. That's what happened. And you know there's one guy who that's his kink in the group and he's like, oh, I can't wait. (laughs) Yeah. Did they have slaves this whole time? Like native slaves? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. They had water dishes and everything. (laughs) Jesus. So because of this, they there was no no one to trade with. So food ran out, and six man, uh, yeah, food ran out, and uh, people decided that uh, instead of dying of hunger, that they had to venture out into the jungle to see if they could find food. Damn, I was hoping for cannibalism. Yeah. Well, they never returned. Presumably cannibalized. Okay. This this was like a thing, like a reoccurring thing. Like they'd say, like they were cannibalized. I saw flesh, like, out there, and bloody stuff out there, and I I saw them wearing their clothes. Oh, the the guys who left got cannibalized in the jungle. Yeah, they got, oh, okay. I was hoping that that, uh, Aguirre and Guzman were saying that the guys who went out to go get food got cannibalized, (laughs) but they're, like, saying it while, like, licking barbecue sauce. They're like, I don't know, man. They went out to go get smokes, and they never came back. Probably got eaten by cannibals, and they all, like, started snickering. (laughs) Do you think the natives are actually cannibalizing them? Uh, who knows, honestly, because if you were a cannibal, uh, you weren't leaving behind flesh that you intended to eat. Yeah. And, like, That's just wearing, like wearing their clothes, that wouldn't have happened for a couple of reasons, but the biggest reason being, like, they're staying out in this hot, wet jungle. Yeah. A lot of them had shed their clothes, like, most of their clothes. Except for Aguirre, though. Aguirre always walked around in full armor, like chainmail. Just fucking sweating his helmet. ass Helmet. Oh, yeah, he was constantly sweating. Like, he was always fully armed with an arquebus, a dagger, a sword, and a lance. And he always wore a helmet, sometimes even a breastplate. Never took it off. And was drinking all of the water. Because, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean he's got to be losing, like, pounds and pounds. pounds. Yeah. Yeah, they said, like, he was just sweating all the time. Yeah. Do you think that if Aguirre was around, like, now, be kind of like the fat kid uh, that goes to the swimming pool, like, fully clothed? Yeah, like, never takes (laughs) off the shirt? Exactly. Well, I'm thinking, you know, with the amount of water he's losing, by the time he took off, like, all of his armor, I bet you they were like, dude, he is ripped. Just like, you know. (laughs) Ripped or... Looking like Bruce Lee. Like, Like, I thought, like, smelling to high heaven. Well, yeah. But just, you know, that dehydrated, you know, look. Ooh, that's that's so look. hot right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> dehydrated and sickly look that everybody's into. Yeah, he looks like an angry little, I don't know, Spider-Man style guy. <laughs> <laughs> so paranoia continued to grow as food was rationed. And Guzman didn't have to ration his food. He got all the food he wanted, like including like fritters and things like that. His favorite food was fritters. Okay, so he's the fat kid not taking off his t-shirt in the swimming pool. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> So they were starting to get a little hostile with each other. And considering mere rumors were the only thing that you needed to get anyone executed, blood flew. Like, like people were just getting killed left and right for, for nothing. And Aguirre was killing people with his left and his right because he had a sword and, and, a uh, dagger and, and, a and an archivist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So one day, Aguirre pulled Guzman aside and told him that he should figure out who was on his side and who was not on his side. So oh, draw the line, of the, the line of the sand thing. Yes, indeed. Like from a hook. Yeah. I was going to say um, Gilligan's Island. I think they did that on there. 
They also do that in Dudley Do Right. Full House. They do it in Full House. <laughs> Only it's not in the sand. It's tape across. Uh, I think uh, uh, Stephanie and DJ's room, and she's, uh. and she's like, "This side of the room's yours. This side of the room is mine." And then I think like Michelle like walks across the tape, and she's like, "You got it, dude." And everyone was like, "I'm gonna watch this for like seven seasons." Yeah, yeah. everyone's and like, then the Uncle Joey, show. right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> that I know we're all big friends of the Netflix show. Anyway, uh, so Guzman gathered his men and told them that if they weren't happy with him as a leader, they could take a vote. And if he was not the leader, he would happily step down. Because being a leader was a tenuous situation to have with this group of murderous people slowly going insane in the Amazon rainforest. So everyone was so terrified of what Aguirre might do if they opposed Guzman that they all voted for him to remain leader. It's that or Aguirre is the leader. Right. (laughs) But Aguirre doesn't want to be the leader. Well, not right now, no. But this time, however, Aguirre drafted another document, and this one would swear fealty to their new king of Tierra Firme. That king would be Don Fernando Guzman, and they would all denaturalize themselves from Spain and swear total fealty to Guzman, which is pretty crazy because it'd been the first time in the New World where anyone had, quote, denaturalized themselves from the country they'd been from. Yeah. So tell the U.S. So he was he was he was, uh, he was a trailblazer. Yeah, yeah. That uh, that's gonna keep coming up to the fact that he's kind of the first one to kind of do things like this. And they also stated in this in this document that they were in open rebellion against Spain and that they were going to march on Peru, conquer it for them, and and conquer it for themselves, and put Guzman as their as their new king. And Guzman was totally cool with this, and it was also in there that <laughs> Aguirre is just following orders. Yeah, like, right? Yeah, he's not making this up. Yeah, Guzman, you're going down, brother. Yeah. There was also an option, though, that they did leave open, that if any man didn't want to do this, they could leave at the next stop or something. No hard feelings. Just take the bus back. <laughs> the next stop. Seriously. Well, like yeah. there's a fucking bus depot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the next Indian village, you can you can get off here and no yeah. hard feelings. Hail a taxi, head You're back to uh, yeah. Lima. Well, I mean, <laughs> leaving somebody it. in the jungle is <laughs> is a death sentence. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and they're like, well, I'm certainly not going to do that. Except for three guys. They were like, you know what? Next stop, I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. I would much rather die. In the I have jungle. a feeling the right. fact that they burn all their bridges the entire time with the natives uh, is going to backfire on them. In oh this yeah. Instance. Oh yeah. Uh, the fact that they're starving—it's already affected them. But yeah, they're all hangry. Yeah. But they were instantly disarmed because if you weren't going to march on Peru with us, you didn't need weapons. Oh no. Yeah. So now what they're all disarmed. What do you need disarmed. those weapons for? Yeah. Oh, cutting an apple out of a tree. What do they got out there? Bananas. Giant snakes. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. There are crocodiles yeah. there? Oh, yeah. The, Nile uh, crocodile. Did you say Nile crocodile? Nile. I did say the Nile crocodile. I meant to, it, it, I meant to say it, 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 Amazon it crocodile <laughs> is what I meant to say. I was going to say that the... Uh, the, the That's out- leftover Chumpawit tigress knowledge. The summertime mm. playtime fun game Crocodile Mile was actually based off of Aguirre. And was his, it? And his journeys, no. <laughs> I should have just rode with it. Made you look it up on the Googs. <laughs> I wasn't going to. I didn't actually believe you, Tyler. Well, I did. <laughs> when I leave space, that means be quiet now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's easier to edit. Oh, I, I thought... All of this is going to have to be cut now. <laughs> yeah, remember the thing I was saying was like you have to leave some things in because... Yeah. Yeah. That's... This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, oh, I know. <laughs> so soon the brigantines were finished. 
and they were ordered down the river. So they finally had their big boats, and they are going to head to Peru. But this time, they took a different fork in the river. Uh, it was going to lead them to the sea rather than to El Dorado. And a lot of the guys, they were still, they were like, oh boy, I hope this whole Peru thing works out, because I was really banking on getting rich in El Dorado. And it was kind of like the they last... streets it, made of gold there. Yeah, it was like the last... Like, okay, goodbye, El Dorado. Goodbye, farewell. Yeah. <laughs> so many of the men started to have misgivings about the revolutionary plan of invading Peru after they like went down this river. It sounded more and more like a death sentence, because if they couldn't beat the Spanish, they would certainly see royal retribution, or they could kill Aguirre and maybe throw themselves on the mercy of the king. But even still... Gary kept saying things like, nope, you've already killed an emissary of the king. You're finished, dude. They will not show you any mercy. And they're like, oh, he might have a point. I so. feel like they could just be like, they could just sit, kill Aguirre, throw that fucking paper in the trash, and be like, Aguirre killed uh, Ursula, and then yeah. we killed him. I, well, I don't think they were, yeah, I don't know if they were thinking. We're talking about a bunch of illiterate idiots yeah. who think they're going to get rich from a city made of gold. This is 500 years. smart people. <laughs> right. This is 500 years of retrospect, I'll give them that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is also true. Enough of the men made their concerns clear to Guzman, and they agreed that they should have Aguirre killed. Yeah. And so, like, they had, like, this little, like, meeting without Aguirre, and they're like, Let's kill him. Let's kill him. Like, it's a, too much trouble. And so, like, Guzman was like, all right, yeah, let's send for him right now. And then they're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. He always travels with a bunch of really heavily armed dudes. It'll cause, like, massive bloodshed if we call him right now. Let's wait until we're on the river, in the boats. You can call him then, alone. We'll just kill him then. And they're like, okay, we'll wait, we'll wait. Seems that like was a, solid plan. a m massive mistake. Oh. <laughs> it's so hard to plan when you're not allowed to whisper. <laughs> yeah. You can hear him from literally a mile away. I can hear you yelling that. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're just planning a surprise party. <laughs> so Aguirre was amassing just more and more followers to the point where he, like, he kind of had more than Guzman did. Jeez. But like, he kept telling like Guzman, like, I, you are my lord and my master, and I will follow you to the ends of the earth. And, like, I kiss your hand, and, like, we will give you a, a crown for your head. And, like, the whole time, like, Guzman's like, yeah, that's cool, <laughs> Thanks, man. man. Yeah, while he's saying this, yeah. he's surrounded like, by, by, like, 80 dudes. 80 heavily armed yeah. sycophants. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That like, would not make me feel good if I was Guzman. I constantly yeah. think of the scene in the movie when he, uh, Aguirre announces that Guzman is the emperor, and he starts crying. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's pretty much what's going that. on here, yeah. So Doña Inez was miraculously still alive during some of this, and she was growing more and more despondent. And one of her, like, one of her female, like, sort of servants, she had died of... The Amazon. The Amazon just killed her. And they were burying her. And she made this comment that was like, it was something to the effect of, well, there'll be more joining you soon. And they heard <laughs> Jesus. it. They heard it and they were like, oh, someone's not so positive, eh? And like, Zalduendo was, was because he was like one of Aguirre's dudes, they weren't going after her right away, but no one liked her, you know? And, like, it, the, the straw that broke the camel's back is when Zalduendo wanted to put, like, these, like, mattresses on board of the brigantines for the women's comfort. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, Aguirre pointed out, like, and probably rightly so, that, like, we don't have space 
they weigh too much for these brigantines. There's no way we're bringing these mattresses on board. Zaldowendo like like threw a fit and was like, "Do I have to listen to Lope de Aguirre at, at my years? You know, like as old as I am." And that was pretty much it. Yeah. Like uh, Aguirre went to Guzman. Oh, Aguirre straight tattled. Oh yeah. So Aguirre went to Guzman and tried to tell him, like, "Hey, this Zaldowendo guy. I don't know. Like he he he's a traitor. I think." And Guzman was like, ah, leave him alone. You, you know, think kept... everyone's a traitor. Yeah. <laughs> you think you're a traitor. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah right? You're a traitor. <laughs> you think you're a traitor. He's like, leave him alone, leave him alone. And he's like, okay, so Aguirre had it somehow arranged that Guzman and Zaldowendo would be alone in Guzman's tent at some point. And at that point, Aguirre and his men burst into Guzman's tent and just stab him right in front of him. It was Jeez. kind of a message to Guzman, like, uh, no, no, no. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> Look at me, I'm the captain now. Yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> Look at me. Guzman's played with Tom Hanks in a fat suit. <laughs> <laughs> so, after that, it was pretty much quickly decided that Doña Inez was next. And they wasted no time. They went directly they- to her, inside her tent, and, like, stabbed her repeatedly. Like, so, like, stabbed her long after she was dead, mutilated her body... And a lot of people, like, weren't super cool with that. They were like... Well, she was uh, so pretty. Yeah, yeah. you killed yeah. a pretty lady. Well, and they were like, she was innocent. I don't know. Like, maybe she be- bewitched her sewer or whatever. She We shouldn't have brought her. But, but, but it was like a symbol to everybody that, like, these guys that hated, you know, beauty and life killed the embodiment of that with the murder of... But the reality of it is they were only outraged because it was a pretty white lady. <laughs> if her skin was a different color, Doña that would just Inez slip was, right by. She'd just become another statistic on Spanish? the streets. She was... Doña Inez was one of the uh, first generations of mestizo. Ah. So uh, make, It's like I always say. Don't bring a babe on your expedition. <laughs> yeah, boys trip. Come on. Yeah. You either do all babes or you do all dudes... Don't mix it up. Yeah, don't bring me on your babe's trip. (laughs) It's just going to create drama. We're not going to want to go do the same stuff. I'm not going to go dancing. Not going to go dancing. Don't want to go dancing. Don't want to go shopping. Just want to sit by the pool and get (laughs) (laughs) shit-faced. I'm going to get kicked out of the pool. (laughs) Peeing in it. Into it. (laughs) Stand up and pee directly into it. Everybody else is doing it. I'm just doing it off the diving board. I'm just not hiding it. <laughs> I'm being more honest, you see. Yeah. All of you are liars. Yeah. So Aguirre was growing increasingly hostile towards Guzman, and the two-faced nature of Aguirre was beginning to really show for him. Like, he, he would tell Guzman, like, you better protect your, yourself the way I protect myself. <laughs> And he's like, oh, shit, what's that supposed to mean? I'm starting to think maybe I should have killed you. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, you're, like, constantly threatening me. Yeah. And uh, considering that most of the camp was now on Aguirre's side because he would just kill people on a whim, Mm -hmm. uh, Guzman just started, like, wandering around the camp, like, pale-faced, I guess. Like, he, I guess he just totally saw his death coming. He totally knew that at some point he was going to be killed. Yeah, I kind of see it coming, too. (laughs) (laughs) And Aguirre kept telling him, like, I'm your best defender. What are you talking about? But these guys, these guys are animals, and I cannot control them. (laughs) I'm the only thing between you and them, man. Yeah. Yeah. So soon, a plot to kill Aguirre 
what the the plot to Killagire was unearthed by someone who had been at the meeting with Guzman and then defected to Aguirre's side. And they're like, oh yeah, the only reason why you're not dead right now is because we're like, you know, the situation we wanted to plan, you know, and he still had this plan. And like, he was like, oh really now? So how many people are left in this expedition at this oh, point? We'll, we'll, get, we'll get there. Okay. So Aguirre decided to kill everyone who'd been at the meeting, <laughs> <laughs> including Don Fernando Guzman. So Aguirre sent for Guzman. But Guzman was like, uh, a meeting's not right yeah. right now. Uh, let's do it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Goosey. You might, have, <laughs> you mind if I suggest a different time and put it on your Outlook? Yeah. You, mind coming, <laughs> you mind coming over here? Yeah. Turning your back on me? Yeah. They hatched this plan to, like, kill everyone all at once at night. And he would send, like, he, the plan was to send, like, ridiculous amounts of men to each dude to kill. And they're like, a couple of them were like, hey, I, I'm just saying... It's nighttime. There's a bunch of us. We might shoot each other. We might, like, kill each other on accident. How about we, like, wait? <laughs> and so they're like, all right, fine. So they waited till the morning. They started, like, killing a couple of them, you know, and, like, making their way to Guzman. Like, this one innocent friar that, like, came out just to see what all the ruckus was, they, he was just sort of in the way, and they just stabbed him. Oh. And they like, kept going, <laughs> and they burst into Guzman's tent, and he was there, like, he, he was just waking up. He was in his nightshirt. And he said, <laughs> um, he said... Similar to a swimming shirt. Yeah. <laughs> he, he looked at Aguirre and he said, What is all this, my father? <laughs> because of the marriage thing, he, he had taken yeah. a call on him, father. It's a weird... I thought weird it was Spanish one of those things where you say some weird shit when you first wake up in the morning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like shower thoughts or something. <laughs> <laughs> Aguirre went over to Guzman and he's like, Don't be alarmed. Sit down. And then, like, all of his captains were, like, brought in and killed right in front of him. And, like, Guzman was, like, sitting there, like, like I'm trembling. I'm, I'm not alarmed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm wearing, my, I'm wearing my sleeping armor, so you can tell that I'm, I'm in yeah. a relaxed mood. He's like, that's just regular armor. He's like, well, but it's the armor I wear to sleep. Well, Aguirre's like, I've already dealt with this before. Yeah. You know? And after he witnessed all of his most loyal people shot in front of him or killed in front of him, they shot him. Mm. And they dropped his body into the river. He was 26 years old. Wow. Jeez. He's yeah. a kid. Yeah. Baby boy. And now that they don't have that friar, how are they going to get champagne? <laughs> they still have, like, a couple of friars, which is okay. bizarre. Well, that's uh, good. They were lousy with friars at the beginning. <laughs> but the yeah. only ones they have left are the ones that are good at roasting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're a putz. <laughs> Aguirre emerged from Guzman's hut. And he struck a triumphant pose, and then sheathed his sword, and then just kept walking. So like people, <laughs> dildo. yeah. So like like there was people gathered around. Like they heard all the gunshots and heard all the ruckus. They're like gathered around. And they like came out and saw them and like, ta-da! And then they walked out. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no doubt as to who is in charge now. It was it Aguirre. It was Aguirre. Oh, okay. I wonder if like. One guy looked at, you know, the, his buddy right next to him and was just like, get a load of this fucking guy. <laughs> yeah. No whispering! Yeah, yeah, right. So Aguirre took the title of Prince of Terra Firma, Prince of Liberty, and also the infamous moniker that would make his legacy known for hundreds of years afterwards, The Wrath of God. 
That's kind of badass. You forgot Home of the Whopper. <laughs> I like Prince of Liberty. Yeah. That's me. Guys, can you start calling me the, the Prince of Liberty? Yeah, no problem. Isn't it kind of weird that he saw no irony in calling himself the Prince of Liberty and also the Wrath of God? Well, he liberates people's heads from their bodies. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, he's the Wrath of God against uh, non-liberty. Yeah. He promoted his own men to high authorities and surrounded himself with an even larger contingent of guards. As his paranoia grew, he led his men onto the sea, off to his destiny in Peru. So I guess those, that monkey scene's not going to happen. No, no, that's not how it ends. Okay. What happened to the Secretary of Monkeys? Did he get killed? <laughs> he was one of those captains that got killed, wasn't he? Yeah. Men were continually killed for offhand remarks, being too popular. Again, whispering. <laughs> not being popular enough. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that. Walking together in groups. Oh, yeah. Not, not walking together yeah. in groups. <laughs> Talking to the Brazilian guides, because must be trying to find El Dorado if you're talking to those guys. Or maybe they just want to get a wax. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Try to wax the buttholes. <laughs> or asking stupid questions. Or simply not being bloodthirsty enough. Oh. Hey, are we there yet? I'm, I'm kind of done with this killing. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> are we to Peru yet? Fucked up. I like being too popular. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, mm, you're you're too you're too likable. People are yeah. really taking a shine to you. You yeah. gotta go. Yeah, you've been doing magic tricks. You're working on your tight five. Everyone seems to love you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so he like, wouldn't get a, get along with the Glenda the Good Witch from Wicked. She knows <laughs> I've about never being seen popular. That. I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. Oh, I was thinking about like that's John what all Hamm you musical fans there. out there. <laughs> yeah. Like popular. John Hamm is in the group. Oh yeah, played him playing himself. Yeah, because he, he's a he's charming guy. He's a likable guy. John Ham. Who? John Ham from Mad who? Men. Mad Men. Sweet, <laughs> <laughs> you say who again? <laughs> so like offhand remarks, like they let go some of their or all of their Indian slaves and stuff because they again they didn't want them talking to the Indians about, like, El Dorado and stuff, so they let them all go. They're just gonna tell you it's around the corner. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> and one guy, like, like whispered to, like, a guy next to him. He said, like, uh, guess we're gonna have to do all the work now. <sighs> and Gary no. heard about that. Whispering. Well, and just making offhand pessimistic remarks and being so negative. <laughs> Don't Gary be so negative. Killed. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that wasn't one of the rules, though, to get killed? Don't be too negative? Well, he's making an offhand remark. Yeah. It's I, I prefer my left hand. <laughs> it's like you Yeah. Offhand remarks are by their nature negative. Right. It's like you need to be more positive. Yeah, we're in the jungle and we're all starving to death and all of us are getting killed mostly by me. But uh, this seems like a pretty dope situation and I think you all should appreciate that. <laughs> I'm pretty positive that I just contracted malaria. Which is tight. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's certainly possible. Aguirre took to calling his men his marignones because they were on the Marignon, the Tangled River, right? Oh, that's kinda... So they were like the Tangled Ones, which is kind of cool. The Tangled the... River Boys. I am the Tangled Man. <laughs> <laughs> so their, their first target on their, 
on their march on Peru would be Margarita Island. Ooh. Oh, I know, Wasting right? away <laughs> again. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett's there. I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, uh, he did. Yeah, <laughs> they got those pizzas that don't have any meat on them, but they're pretty good anyway. Oh, it's five o'clock somewhere, guys. Right. <laughs> Living the Jimmy Buffett lifestyle. Get a Neapolitan pizza and a strawberry margarita for me. <laughs> When 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 they went to Margarita Island, they were going to resupply everything so they could oh. <laughs> stop laughing. <laughs> Stock so, up on tequila, limes, their last shaker of salt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here all week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, out of the 700 that the expedition started out with, Aguirre was left with about 100 to 150 heavily armed men. Now. Boys trip. Well, because they let go of a lot of their slaves and... And killed all the women. They because killed a lot of people. He's the Prince of Liberty. He let all the slaves go. He's like, you're free now. Yeah, they yeah, that was his motivation for sure. They should not have killed all those women because the ratio is getting slightly closer to their favor. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Still, it'd be about 100 men to one woman, but yeah, better uh, than it was before. There's like a couple of other women Okay, with 100 Elvira. men to two women. Yeah, but only one hot one. <laughs> Don't bring up babe on an expedition. I keep telling you guys. <laughs> He's like, when we left, we thought... You guys are like, we're going on an expedition. I'm like, is, uh... Are there going to be any babes there? Is well, Heidi Klum coming? There's gonna, <laughs> yes! There's going to be a handful of women. One I'm of them's out. hot, but the longer we're out there, the hotter all of her friends get. <laughs> <laughs> so because it was taking so long, they were down to rationing, rationing individual kernels of corn. Oh, man. <laughs> Which oh. would suck. And that was in the movie. Where they're yeah, sitting was, there yeah. literally counting... Just in a different place in the story, yeah. 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 That bummed me out. And yeah. then it made me crave popcorn. There was a lot of things to bum me out mm. in that movie. Oh, yeah. Bum one out. Yes. Like the cruelty towards animals really got to me. Yeah, oh, I don't yeah. like that. I don't like when he threw the monkey. So finally they landed on Margarita Island where Aguirre sent out some men to kind of scout the area, gather food, which is like their number one thing, and uh, their alibi was to anyone that they met was that they were returning to Peru and that they were sent off course by contrary winds and that they needed supplies desperately. So soon some of the men from the village boarded Aguirre's ship and Aguirre like hid all, all of his like well-armed men under like in, in the downstairs area. So they just straight up built a ship on the Amazon? Oh yeah. It's yeah. kind of impressive. Yeah, it is. They're probably shipbuilders. Oh, then. oh yeah. Like that yeah. was their thing. Yeah, they all I couldn't do were well versed in how to do you it. You know what I'm saying? Oh well, yeah. It's one of those things that everyone knew back in the day. It's like yeah. botany, you know? <laughs> it's like I found myself stranded on the middle of the Amazon. I just build a giant ship. Yeah. And it was stifling under there. There were so many people under there. There wasn't a lot of air and stuff, so like they were like chomping at the bit and it to was get the hell out muggy. of there. Yeah, yeah it was. They're on an island, after all. So Aguirre and a few trusted lieutenants, they came ashore with, like, these villagers, and they were there to meet, like, the, the, the island's governor, and scores of onlookers that had come to see them, you know, like, they, yeah, they don't who, see... Who are these guys? They don't see many exciting things. Aguirre explained his harrowing adventure and his good intent, and he started handing out all these, like, silver bowls and treasures that used to belong to Doña Inez in exchange for their, like, future hospitality. And they're like, oh, okay, so these guys mean well, you know, and Aguirre's like, I'm so sorry, you know, I, yeah. could you guys just help us out for a bit? We're just here, you know. 
Sorry, sorry to put you out, guys. <laughs> yeah. We're cool. Don't mind when the ship coughs or cusses. Yeah. That's just the ship settling. And I, I promise we're not going to all kill you. So, no, no. Uh, he's got his fingers crossed behind his back while he says that. Yeah. And, like, the governor, like, when he showed up with his people and, like, their horses and stuff, they, like, took them politely and tied them up to trees and stuff. And they're, like, they were, like, really impressed. They're, like, oh, these guys are super nice and, like, they're just doling out wealth. Like... Sure, and, like, Aguirre was like, hey, so I have this other uh, thing, you know, my soldiers, they're they're simple men, you know, they have simple tastes, they don't want to walk around in fancy clothes and stuff, so if you don't mind, they'd like to get off the boat, they're gonna be in their armor and stuff, again, they don't, they don't wear normal clothes, and they have their weapons on them, but I just want, I just, <laughs> look, I just want to get them off the boat so they can exercise. They'll be brandishing... Several ranged and close range weapons, but you know that it's just because they're like it's, you know blue cool. collar, salt of the earth guys. <laughs> you know, don't judge them. They're just exercising their Second Amendment rights, right? <laughs> so the governor was like, "All right, I'm. Hey, the guy's been nice this whole time. They've all been super respectful this whole time. So no worries, you know. What and could so, possibly go wrong? Yeah. So Aguirre like was like." quivering with excitement he's ran like, back to the boat he, he like he he creamed his jeans <laughs> he ran he ran down to the lower level of the ship he goes guys we got him that's pretty much what he said like he he poked his head down there and he goes marignones he goes they have agreed to let you come ashore armed i feel like these and guys gotta like, be they're all like, hey, 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 hey. They're, they're just bad guys. They're bad guys. Like, Aguirre isn't the only bad guy. Like, the ones no, who are following him were no. bad. Well, in the last episode, weren't you talking about how, like, a lot of uh, the people who are going on these trips are, like, criminals, and they're like, hey. Yeah. Like, these are probably real pieces of shit. Oh, all of them are criminals. They're like... Absolutely. Most of them are. Let's just send a whole bunch of criminals down the fucking river. Yeah. So then, all these dudes came out of this boat... And, like, rush the shore, and everyone's like, where'd all those guys come from? And how come they're coming at us with their weapons drawn? It's kind of a... We referenced in a recent episode, like, doing a Trojan horse kind of thing. Yeah, that's kind of like that. what this is. kind of like that, yeah. It's Trojan. It's like, hey, we come bearing gifts, and the gift is a bunch of men uh, gonna murder you. Yeah. It's a different kind of sausage party. (laughs) So everyone understandably, began to panic. Uh, the Marignones encircled all of them and were, were taking all of them as prisoner, and Aguirre got on the governor's horse. Like, they tried to, like, well, what do we do about these guys? And then they were quickly disarmed. But yeah, Aguirre got on the governor's horse, and they were going to march to the town. Aguirre, like, put his hand down to the governor, and he's like, ride on the back of the horse with me. You're my prisoner. The governor's like, I'm not going to ride on the back of my own horse with you. Strongly regretting trusting you. Yeah. Halfway there, like, it's kind of a long way to the town. So, like, halfway there, the governor was, like, tired of walking. So, like, he got on the back yeah, of his I'm horse. Just... <laughs> it's a long way to the top I'm not do- you want to rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not doing this because you asked me to. I'm doing this because I want to. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, anyone that they saw on the road that was, like, coming in the opposite direction they were, they were like, get... They were like, go back to town. You they were fucked like, up. Uh-oh, uh-oh, what's all this? What's all this? There's all these, like, grizzled conquistadors walking with all these people, you know? And they're like, oh, shit. They're just fucking pirates. Oh, at this point, yeah. 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 
so his men, like, kind of, like, went ahead of him into town and just started, like, running through the streets screaming, Long live Aguirre! Freedom! Long live Aguirre! Freedom! Freedom! And, like, just started looting and pillaging the town and, like, disarming people and, like, burning down houses and shit. And there's, like, uh, uh, one guy chasing a lady around a, around a post over and over again. <laughs> but then later on, they change it, so she's chasing him around a post over and over again because political... Cr- I'm just imagining yeah. the last part of Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, I think they much. always had uh, the one... sex. They always had the one lady. It was like, you'd, you'd ride down the thing, and it was like, the, the they're chasing the women, and then there's that one big woman chasing the other pirate. Yeah. The whole and, thing's offensive. Yeah, that's true. But they yeah. had a Jack Sparrow into it. Yeah. And the so that's pi- better. They, they added four Jack Who isn't a uh, white reader? Yeah. <laughs> Jack Sparrow isn't. Johnny Depp is. Yeah. So there was this there was this pole in the middle of the town called the Royale. And it was like a symbol of like conquered places that the Spaniards had. It, it was kind of like a flag, you know. And uh, Aguirre approached with an axe and he's like, cut it down, Marignones, and, like, they started hacking away at it, but, like, the wood was, like, really strong. That's a strong-ass wood, man. Yeah, and, like, fucked up all their axes. It's like mahogany. Yeah, and, like, they just, it wasn't even making a dent or anything, so, like, they kind of shrugged it off, and just, just like, took... Leave it. You yeah, know, they, fuck that ball, <laughs> they left it there, and, like, just went to the treasury and, like, busted open their, their doors and, like, took all the treasure out. Because, like, the Royal Fifth was there. You know, the Fifth that was supposed to go back to Spain. Yeah, yeah. That right. was all there. They stole all that. And like, Dope. yeah, they they found. It's like uh, robbing a bank right before, like, uh, you know, in the movie where yeah. they time it out, where they're like, they get this big load, and this is where we're gonna rob. Yeah, it's, it, you know? it's before like the armored car shows up. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So now there's just a bunch of conquistadors in like rusty, gross, sweaty armor with fabulous jewelry on. Yeah, they're just like, I really <laughs> liked this necklace, so I took it. And like, they found like a cask of wine, Ooh. like a giant thing of wine. In two hours, it was gone. Like they drank all of it in two hours. Dude, these guys like to party. Yeah. <laughs> Can you uh, imagine the hangover? Oh. oh. I can. I'm living it right now. Yeah, right? It's a, it's a 4D experience <laughs> for you. <laughs> We're like, oh my god, I'm so hungover, I gotta work tomorrow. Pillaging uh, <laughs> and raping. Yeah. Yeah. They rounded up all the men in town and locked them into the fort's dungeon, including the governor, and took the women and put them in a separate part of the fort. And then they went house by house, taking stock of everything and taking pretty much everything that wasn't nailed down. And if any of the town's residents escaped, their homes were burned like and dismantled, like the bricks were taken down. Their lands were salted, and their like remaining livestock or anything was totally slaughtered. And sometimes their friends, if they found out they were friends with the person that had left, they were killed too. And they, so, they also found their friends' Blu-ray collections, and they burned those. Yeah. <laughs> no, what they did was they put one little deep scratch on it, so whenever you watched it, you'd have, like, this one... There was, yeah. like, one oh, scene that it was, was, it like was unwatchable. On, it was on, like, disc three, so you can start it, you can finish it, but there's a big chunk in the middle, and it's like... <laughs> like, fuck. Damn it. You left the part where Joey's dating Rachel? What the fuck? <laughs> did that happen? Yeah. Near the end, everybody hates it. I know about it through cultural osmosis. I didn't make it that far. <laughs> I watched Friends as a youth. Yeah, because it was on TV. It was on before The Simpsons. Back in the day, you watched what was on TV and you liked it. Yeah, yeah. you just watched in it my and you day. dealt with it. So I saw Full House. There was yeah, there was sixty Sabrina channels and we Witch. made do. <laughs> yeah. So then there was a general call for any of the men on the island to join up with the with Aguirre and the Marañones, and some of them did. 
And they started like like giving them secrets as where like shit was hidden that only residents would know. And they're like, all right, cool. And like they started like finding people that like ran away and like dragging them back, and they were like locking them up or cutting their heads off or whatever they wanted to do to them. They looked right into the camera and go, "If you can't beat them, join them." Yeah. <laughs> I do. When you were talking earlier about like Aguirre like having these loyal men, I was sort of like, "Why would they be loyal?" To-? And it occurred to me, "Oh, they're pieces of shit." <laughs> well, that like they were afraid of I, him. Well, I under the fear was the thing I understood, but later on, once we got to this point of the story, I was like, "Oh, because they're also really shitty people." They are. They are. They're, they're really bad. Afraid of him, but they're yeah. really shitty people. I feel well, that, and and they were also like really. I feel like you got to be both to join him. Yeah, and they they truly thought that God was allowing him to do it. And so, I mean, he must be right. He was. I'm so glad people don't do that anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) So Aguirre's paranoia grew even still during this whole sack of this uh, town. And desertions from his own Marignones started to begin. And every once in a while they would find him and they would kill them and whatnot. But he he started killing his own men as well for not simply not sufficiently enjoying the slaughter and looting of this town as much as other people did. Isn't this not fun, guys? Yeah. You're bumming me out. Uh, So most of them were caught and executed. And some of them that were deserting, like, they would go to, like, the lodgings that they were staying at and, like, pull the the people that were, like, living there out, and they'd be like, where'd he go? Like, I don't know, he didn't tell me. And they're like, where'd he go? I don't know. And so, like, one lady, like, they they took her over to the Royale, and they strung her up. Like, they hung her there. And, like, the drunk dudes that had been drinking wine all day, like, were taking pot shots at her with their arquebuses. Oh, wow. And Aguirre would come out and laugh hysterically and, like, cheer every time, like, somebody hit her head. Oh, God. He was yeah. like, I'm so glad we weren't able to cut this thing down, because the amount of fun we're having right now is unreal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After the initial sack of Polomar, that was the name of the, the town on Margarita Island, uh, Aguirre sent a couple of Marignones to steal a well-armed ship from a wealthy clergyman residing in a port city on the mainland. Uh, his name was Father Francisco Montezinos. And uh, he had a bunch of money and a really well-armed ship, and he got like rumors from the residents that he could take it if he wanted. So he sent like a group of, I think it's like three or four, over to the mainland. Like three or four dudes? Yeah. And That's like, it? Yeah. All right. And like on the way, like they're talking to each other and they're like, hey, uh, do you guys want to like stay with Aguirre or, or do you want to like defect? And they decided that as soon as they got there, they're going to go to Father Montesinos and tell him everything and totally defect. Kiss and, the ring. Yeah. And they did. Nice. Like they like he put on all of his vestments, brought him into the church and made him swear that everything that they were saying is true. And they were like, yep, yep, it's all true. It's all true. So meanwhile, in Polimar, the slaughter continued. Members of the clergy were singled out and targeted, including a friar that Aguirre insisted on confessing to as they were sacking the city. (laughs) And after he was done, the friar brazenly told Aguirre to stop his evil ways and go back to service uh, his king, you know, like, stop all this bloodshed. Aguirre was thrown into this wild rage. The, the friar dropped to his knees and started praying, and he looked at, like, the men gathering around him, 
and he said, give me the most painful death you can think of, because he wanted to die a martyr. And so what they did is they, they, were, they went to garret him, like, which means like they put you in front of a tree, and then take like the rope or whatever, and put it around your neck, and then tie it taut around the tree. I hope it was a dead. really thin rope. Well, this, well, this time, they kind of got it wrong, and they got it like on his chin, and like kind of in his mouth. And so they, like, broke out a bunch of his teeth Uh, and, uh, like, tore his jaw off. uh, And then, like, when they noticed that he was just, like, gargling and still alive, they, like, readjusted it and then choked him to death. Oh, no. Do you think they apologized? Like, they... Oh, whoops. Whoops. Oh, dude, really sorry. No whispering! (laughs) (laughs) That that was a botched job. (laughs) Why would they apologize? He asked for the most painful death and they gave him what what I could imagine would be the most painful death. It's up there. Getting the old upgrade treatment. Yeah. First class. <laughs> so, Aguirre, he, he was waiting for that well-armed ship. And it was kind of taking him... Uh, uh, it was taking him a while to get back with it. And he was like, Oh, I bet yeah, I bet you they're just imprisoned. I bet they didn't get the ship. They're imprisoned. So he, he would kind of like go out and like check the perimeter of the island and stuff to see, is the ship near? Is it close by? What's going on? And while he was away... This one, like, he was higher born than some of them. He had, like, a big feast, like, a big party while Aguirre was gone. Nice. And when he came... his birthday. Yeah. Dad's not home. Yeah, (laughs) right. And when he came back, like, he found out that he had, like, this big party, and he's like, you're trying to become more popular than me. (laughs) He's got such thin skin. Yeah, he's like, (laughs) no, I'm not. And and he's like, yeah, yeah, you are. And so, uh, of course, he had him stabbed to death in the, in, yeah. the, in, in the middle of the town. As you do. And this guy was like a high-ranking dude uh, in Aguirre's troop. And so, like, there were people that, like, that were being held in, like, the towers of the fort. And they decided, like, oh, it's all over now. And, like, started throwing themselves out of the tower. But the tower wasn't tall enough to, like, kill you. Oh, no. So, like, they'd get injured and then, like, stand up and, like, limp away into the forest and try like, to not be found. Oh, oh God. Yeah. It's like uh, Eric Roberts in Batman Begins. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I was thinking of... Uh, counting on it. The, That's the, the, Dark Knight. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. Mm, well, same. Close that was Dark Knight, yeah. yeah. well, it was in Batman. Yeah, you were very close. Yeah. Uh, I, I just thought of uh, Midsummer, the, the cliff scene. Oh, yeah. That was cool. Right. That was... that. That whole thing was the most brutal metal thing I've ever seen. Oh, so yeah. bad. One man from the town was forced to wash his face in a mixture of salt, pepper, and urine. Mm-hmm. And then they, like, held his face up and cut his beard off with their knives and then made him wash his face in the same thing again. And then they were like, give me a cup of your chickens for payment for the shave job. I thought you yeah. said, give me a cup of your chickens. That's what I heard, <laughs> A too. couple. Sorry. A couple of your chickens. Give me some chickens. Yeah. They were going to take the chickens anyway. I mean, to be fair, it sounds like uh, it was good exfoliation. Yeah. And maybe open up the pores. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I sounds mean, terrible. Definitely open something up. <laughs> Man, beauty tends to be painful. And, yeah. you know, I, I think that, you know, they, they were just trying to do the guy a favor. <laughs> Oh, and then God. they wanted nuggets, so they're yeah. like, yo, give me some chicken. Also, where are they getting all this salt from? They salted the land, they're salting that guy's face. They I probably ima- carried a lot of salt with them in their provisions. For the margaritas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it wasn't long before Yamoso was also accused of disloyalty by Aguirre himself. Oh, dear. 
uh, they just killed that guy for making the feast while he was gone. And Not inviting I, him. Like, Yamosa was just sort of standing around the dead body, and Aguirre was walking by, and he took his sword out and pointed it at Yamoso, and he goes, they tell me you were one of the guys that was eaten with him. He's like, how's that for friendship? And, like, Yamoso's, like, his most loyal dude. Like, again, one day Aguirre and Yamoso are, like, his most loyal followers. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, no! And then, like, a bunch of other Marignones, like, start surrounding him, like, hey, yeah! Like, Get him. And they're all covered in blood, you know? Fucking and, mob like, mentality. Yamoso, yeah, Yamoso's like, no, no, no! And so he finally, he goes... You want to see loyalty? And he drops to the ground. And sucks and starts, dick. Well, he starts licking the dead body and sucking the brain out of the guy's, like, head. Oh, cool. And drinking the blood and shit. And, like, everyone's, like, thoroughly disgusted. <laughs> Even they are. And Aguirre, like, smiles. And he puts his sword back in the sheath and he's like... Eh, you're all good. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. But little did he know drinking that blood and brains is giving him... Powers. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were gonna say indigestion. <laughs> well, the powers of indigestion. <laughs> They're never powers that. You know anymore. what, you, Yamoso, you're all right. Yeah. You're all right. The way you ate that guy's brains out of his skull back there was pretty cool. <laughs> I take back all those things I said about you. Yeah. You just keep surprising me, man. That's what a, what a relationship's all about, though. Yeah. It's just yeah. being able to, <laughs> you know, it's just surprises. I didn't expect you to suck the brains out of that, that dead guy's head. <laughs> that was badass. <laughs> Aguirre was giving the people of Margarita Island all these real mixed signals. He kept telling them, like, you guys, we're not staying here forever, okay? We're going to march on Peru. We're taking what we want, but we will pay the highest price for everything we take. And they're like... Okay. No, you're not. Yeah. But he kept saying shit like that. And then, like, when the boat didn't come, like, he got more and more, like, pissed off and, like, paranoid that he's like, I'm telling you, if, if, if they took that boat or if they took my Marignone's prisoner, I swear to God, I'll kill every motherfucking last one of you. <laughs> 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 and they're like, okay, I don't know what to believe. This um, guy's unhinged. Oh, my God, he's unhinged. He has come unglued. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? He came unglued a long time ago. <laughs> I don't think he came glued. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think to answer that salt question, I think they had it because of how fucking salty this guy's attitude has been. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, there you go. They're like, just uh, let him uh, have another crazy, you know, borderline personality disorder styled mood swing and uh, we'll have the salt that we need. Yeah. <laughs> For the margaritas. For the margaritas. So before too long, Montesinos' ship was seen out of artillery range off the coast of the island, and they sent out like a small boat too. And they they the Marignones that were on the on the uh, beach, they were just yelling at them like, "Why don't you come over here?" And they're like, "No." <laughs> they're like, "All right." <laughs> yeah. No. And they're like, "Well, come over and fight us." And they're like, "No." And so that was pretty much it. Come over here and let me kill you. Yeah, and like Aguirre sent Montesinos a letter while he was there. It was this long rambling letter about what, why they were doing what they were doing, uh, how much they hated the Spanish crown, and if Montesinos wanted to join him, he would make him pope as soon as they conquered Peru. <laughs> it's absolutely insane. And, like, when Montesinos got the letter, like, him and his men on his boat, they laughed at it. And they were like, this guy's insane. Yeah. And, like, they sent him a letter back. Yeah. Like, being like, 
you're crazy, you need to join up with the king's service again, because they're gonna kill you when they get your their hands on you. Do you think in the letter, uh, like, part of the ramblings, like, here's a list of rules that I've drawn up. Number one, no whispering. <laughs> like, what uh, the fuck? I've read, I've read the letter. It's manifesto. <laughs> yeah, I've read the letter, and it's... So, one thing that Montesinos kind of missed in the letter is how how sarcastic it is. Hmm. Like, he keeps... Like, everything he says is, like, for for God and country and all this stuff, and then, like... He does like this roundabout way of of accusing them of being bad and him of being righteous, mm. but it's in such a roundabout way it's like hard to really grasp. Even them in their time, it was hard to grasp. So like reading it now is like, what the hell is he talking about? So I'm not gonna read it here again. It's too long and it's way too rambling and disjointed. Well, and there's a whole here. section that's just observational humor <laughs> about the difference between uh, Margarita Island and Lima. <laughs> yeah. It's like people, people on Margarita Island, they dial their phone like this. Well, people in Lima, they dial their phone like this. <laughs> yeah. So Montesinos, uh, he had heard all the stories from the people that defected to his side of how bloodthirsty and everything that Aguirre was being. So he thought that he had way more power, like way more men, everything on the island. So he decided not to attack and actually to warn everybody along the coast that Aguirre was coming. So he sailed away. Could he have taken them if he decided to attack full on? Uh, probably, honestly. Uh, may- it would have been a bloody battle. Okay. Yeah. It, so it was revealed that Montesinos had his men and that they were back in the king's service. And so Aguirre, being the man of, of his word, uh, the order was given to kill the remaining men in the stockade, uh, finish the governor's boat, and head to the mainland. Because <laughs> one of his boats he burned so no one could retreat or desert as they were sacking the, the island. Now they don't have a way out of there. Well, that's why they had to finish the, the governor's boat that he was building. So anyway, uh, they went to the, the stockade, and they, like, Aguirre said, It's okay, gentlemen, you're all going to be let loose, you're all totally fine. And then he left, and then uh, Juan de Aguirre came in, and he was like, Gentlemen, it's time to die. <laughs> and they're like, what? He just said we were, we were cool. And he's like, nope, start praying now. That's some good cop, bad cop. Yeah, and so like they started, they started doing their confessions, and because uh, like everyone that was being killed, they would always say like confessio, confessio, and Aguirre would always like deny them that, like kill them before they could confess. Dick. And it's very important to them to do, and so like they started doing like their conf- like their confessions and praying and stuff, and before anyone was finished. One day, Aguirre went behind the governor and just strangled him. So the rest of the guys that were watching start speeding through theirs. <laughs> They're like, oh shit. Uh, start saying it faster. And sorry, but I'm not reconnecting with my estranged parents. I'm sorry for all the times I masturbated there so many times. Let's just roll those into one thing. <laughs> yeah, all, the, all like, the women were crying that all their men were dead. And they're like, it's no problem. They're, they were taken somewhere else. And then they were, like, let free. Because, like, this weird thing that Aguirre had was that he, any quote-unquote respectable woman, meaning, like, married woman, he said, like, no raping those women. But any women of, like, ill repute or public women, like Doña Inez, 
have at it. So... Public yeah, it doesn't make any sense, does it? No. So, yeah, like, does he just decide on the fly who's a public woman and who is a respectable I'm woman? I'm kind of thinking so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Do you man. think his daughter, like, had a... Uh... Like was voicing her opinion throughout this whole thing. So she's the, just like, all, yeah, I don't like this bitch because she's talking shit about me. Well, all all of the <laughs> Becky with the good hair. All of the chroniclers are pretty silent on what Elvira did and said, mm. un, until the very end of the story, of course. But most of them agree that she was not forced into any of this. That she was a willing participant in all of this because. She was still barely a teenager. Right. And she was now being claimed as some noble, you know, and her father is, like, dominating this group of people. You would think that she would just be like, well, I'm sitting pretty now, aren't I? Right. I think she What's what's more terrifying than a a teenage girl with power? Right. Oh, God. (laughs) Do you think she was, like, looting and pillaging, too? No, she was a mean girl. (laughs) No, certainly not. Uh, That would have been kind of cool. Yeah. I don't think she was speaking out against it. <laughs> She's probably making condescending remarks to the people that She's are like, getting pillaged. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> this is the best stuff you have? That's a nice blouse. You should give it to me. It'd be a shame if uh, I were to tell my father you were a whore. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody liberated it. <laughs> By this time, Aguirre made a new flag. It was this black flag with two red swords crossed on it. Dope. And he wanted it to be, like, blessed in the church. So he forced, like, one of the priests to, like, have mass over it. But, like, super weird. On the way in, he, Aguirre found a deck of cards. And he pulled out the king of spades. And he, like, spat on it, threw it on the, on the ground, stomped on it. And, like, people are just watching this happen. And then he picked it back up and tore it into so many pieces that it was just fibers. And then, like, threw it in the air. And everyone was like, okay. Yeah. Because, like, you know, King king of Spain is yeah. the king of hearts. Oh. Or, or king of spades. Oh, I get it. But, like, first of all, that sucks because now you're missing one card so you really can't play any games. The whole deck's ruined. <laughs> and it must have taken 500 years ago making a deck of cards. Had to have taken, like, a week. <laughs> That's actually a good point. Like, one um, guy's painting each card individually by hand. Is that how they made cards back then? <laughs> they I had... don't know. Uh, was the... Uh, I'm going to sound like an asshole. Steve Gutenberg what wasn't printing no cards. Print he was only press? Print, and you can't print in colors. Yeah. You could only print in one color at a time, I would imagine, if yeah, that's that, even that possible. I don't know enough about... I don't know much about playing cards. Also, yeah, I said yeah. Steve Gutenberg, and nobody countered me. I know. I... <sighs> I didn't know what you meant by that. The guy who invented the printing press was Johannes Gutenberg? Not Steve Gutenberg, the guy from... Uh, Police Academy. Well, and... Short two, Circuit. Two Men and a Baby. Yeah. Or Three Men and a Baby. He's one of the men. He's one of the men. I, I didn't realize the guy who created the... Uh, I was thinking of Eli Whitney and the Cotton Gin. Fuck <laughs> 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 that one. That one's an old Christopher. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it was invented by... In 1440, so... Yeah. So, yeah, it was around by this time. Do you think they were printing playing cards? I don't know. Let me Maybe. just go down that rabbit hole on Google. Uh, can we not? Yeah, I'm no, at that 20% was percent right now. Yeah. Aguirre's cruelty knew new bounds. He ordered an injured man's wounds be poisoned, which cool. was super weird. Just putting like, a hat on a hat. Yeah, exactly. Like the guy died an agonizing death because of it. 
uh, one guy, he was like kind of old and sick. He was he was from the island that decided to take up with them. He was like, hey, uh, guys, I'm kind of old and sick. I don't know if this adventuring business is totally for me. Can I just leave? And Gary was like, yeah, that's fine. No hard feelings. And then like looked at his guys and like winked at him and was like, make sure nothing happens to him. And they're like, <laughs> and they killed him. Oh, <laughs> uh, old Steve. Yeah. I'm just picturing Aguirre's men like the Bugle Boys. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, or the Beagle Boys? The Beagle Boys. Beagle Boys. Oh, Beagle, Bugle. Yeah. Beagle Boys? I'm, I'm thinking of eating bugles. The blood, but, Bloodhound yeah. Gang? Or a- Adolf Metzger and his Bugle Boys. Throwback. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it wasn't like the, the Marignones didn't have opportunities to kill Aguirre. They had ample opportunities. Like... One time he got crazy drunk, like so drunk he couldn't stand up. It oh. would have been the perfect time to kill him. Been there. No one did. Same. Uh, <laughs> there, there were several times after they after they left Margarita Island for the mainland. It was supposed to be a two day journey. It took eight because Aguirre again took away the navigational equipment and then blamed the pilots for being stupid. But it took a long time because. They just didn't have all their faculties. They're literally, literally the fact that it took them eight days is incredible. For yeah, them. like like that's a it wasn't feat. that far from the mainland. <laughs> well, you know, you're going without a compass. They're probably right. doing it by the stars, like a bunch of idiots. Well, they have to follow him. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and he never wants to ask for directions. Yeah, because he's and, a man, uh, and he, you know, he's good and pissed off. Yeah, because it's taken too long, and so he's sort of like screaming at his men. And he's like, God has deserted me. You're all gonna desert me. And he's like, why don't you just kill me now? And no one did. <laughs> is, is, is that an order? Yeah, right. Yeah, sorry. What if I just kill myself? <laughs> Would that make you happy? Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like what I said at the top of the first episode of this. Like, he is the quintessential incel. Like, right, yeah. kind of, yeah. Like, yeah. fucking the, the flag, the edge of right. the flag. Yep, uh, yep. This fucking... Mr. Pouty Pants. Deciding which women are worthy and which women are not. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> oh, dude, these, oh my god. So when they landed on the mainland, one of the guys, and he happened to be from the village, he said, so is this the mainland or or what? And Aguirre was like, that's a stupid question. Yeah. <laughs> it's in our constitution, yeah. which is a list of these things will get you killed. Yeah. So as they like went into the mainland, all they found were deserted towns because Montesino had warned everybody. And they kind of picked up everything they could carry and ran. Grab your kids and your cats and your gold. Get the fuck out. Yeah. And, like, the Spanish authorities, they were, like, amassing armies and, like, just, like, they weren't attacking. They were just, like, just stay put. Don't take the fight to Aguirre. Just stay put uh, and evacuate all these other towns, you know. Uh, so he's not finding much in these towns and it's infuriating him even more. It's like, it's almost like you guys don't want me to loot and pillage. Yeah. Uh, they did find one family that was kind of living a ways away, like from one of the first cities they found. And it was like a, a dad, uh, his wife and his daughter, and then their manservant, Nunez. Ah. Uh, and so they captured him and brought him back to Aguirre. Aguirre asked Nunez uh, why everyone left. And Nunez said, well, they were running from you, sir. 
and Fuck Aguirre like smiled and he was like, hey, hey. and he's like, what do you think of us? And Nunez like didn't want to say anything. And he's like, no, 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 it's okay. Speak freely. Speak freely. What do you think? And Nunez made like some comment about how they might be Lutherans. Ah. And Aguirre got pissed and like ripped his helmet off and threatened to beat him to death with it. Because they were Catholics. Yeah, exactly. You Lutheran piece of shit. And, like, Aguirre didn't care if you were Jewish or Muslim or Catholic or whatever, as long as you weren't Protestant. Ugh. You were good in his book. Just invent more sports so people cannot be so fanatical about <laughs> yeah. just religion. <laughs> right. They're like, just don't... If you're gonna worship Christ... The Pope's gotta be in the mix, and it makes That's so all masking. It makes so yeah. much sense that Aguirre's uh, part of a toxic. He's fandom. like, however, <laughs> I also don't respect the Pope, and I made a new Pope, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which makes no sense. And he keeps saying like he doesn't believe in God. God has turned his back on him, and uh, He's I like, don't, you don't have it's... to believe in God, but you gotta be Catholic. Yeah, but if you're not Catholic, <laughs> fuck you. If you're gonna believe in God, you gotta be Catholic, or just don't be Protestant. But just don't be Protestant. I need the Pope in the mix. Any Pope. I don't care. Make your cat the Pope. Don't give a shit. <laughs> it, it's baffling to me how incel like this dude is. Like, <laughs> he's like, religion. <laughs> but I'm also the wrath of God. Yeah, it's, that's very accurate. Yeah. like uh. So in, in Nunez's like, home, they found a jar of olives. Ooh. And uh, in the jar of olives were some hidden gold pieces. And uh, that's not where they go. Yeah, honestly, that probably be the first place I looked because I would eat all those olives. Well, well, uh, Nunez said you can have the olives, but can I please have the gold back? And it's like, what a stupid remark, by the way, to give them. Yeah. But uh, that's Aguirre, a stupid question. Yeah, <laughs> but Aguirre, Aguirre, like he he goes, how'd you seal the jar? And he goes, uh, with with wax. And he pulls the jar out, and it was sealed with pitch. Ah. And he goes, if you would lie about this, you'd lie about anything. And then beat him to death with his helmet like he promised. Jeez. <laughs> God damn it. Nunez lost but not forgotten. <laughs> I like Nunez. He's the true hero of this story. Yeah. So desertions were becoming more and more common. Just as the story keeps going, they lose a couple of people here and there. Some are caught and executed. Some are not. Some of them are like, you know, I'm starting to think Aguirre might be a psycho. Yeah. Remember, remember, it, just a little bit of a feeling. <laughs> so remember Galeas? That, that remind that, me. Yeah, see, he he was one of the people that Ursula sent into the into this into the forest to find El Dorado. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so there was a small contingent of royal forces that they kind of parlayed a little bit with Aguirre, and they were like, they they didn't know how how strong Aguirre's forces were. So they just kept saying, like, come over here and you'll get amnesty. Well, Galeas totally did. And he ran to that side, and they gave him a boat, and he got the fuck out of there. So he made it. <laughs> but most him. of them didn't. So at this point, Aguirre's down to, like, a hundred men. <laughs> like, not a lot. How many did he start with? 700. Well, 700 was the initial expedition. When it was a Isura and stuff. Yeah. But those men began to fight among themselves, continued to defect, or were killed for not being aware of new rules. Like, <laughs> so, like, like the the one the one town they were in, 
they kind of hung outside of it because they saw like royal forces like going in and out and they were like okay well no one goes inside rifle range or we'll kill you well there was this one guy that he was walking back from the village he didn't hear the rule and he was walking with two parrots <laughs> on his shoulder <laughs> And he was like, I found parrots. Do, do, do. Mm-hmm. And they killed him instantly. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey guys, check out what I got. Yeah. You apparently didn't hear the ro- rule. No, no new parrots. Yeah. Oh, okay. parrots leave. You gotta no. keep. We can have the old parrots. Yeah. Those parrots are fine. Those are cool. No we, new parrots. We, we taught them all of our curse words. Yeah. <laughs> no, we got enough parrots. No new parrots. Yeah. So now their plan was, was to make an overland trip through the rough terrain about. 1,300 miles with not many horses, if any at all, because the horses that they had found were wild horses and they were unbroken, so they had to, like, try to break them again. Luckily, Aguirre kind of knew how to do that. They're going to need a really special kind of guy or girl to break those horses. Yeah. A bit of a horse whisperer. Yeah. Yeah. But there's no whisperer. Yeah, there's no whisperer. Oh, fuck! (laughs) You're going to need a horse yeller. You got to yell in its ear, straight up a fly ride horse! Yeah. (laughs) So... This is 1,300 miles from the Isthmus of Panama to Peru Mm -hmm. over rough jungle terrain, which is absolutely insane. And it was doomed before it began. Like, there was no way they were going to make that trip. Because, again, no pack animals or very few of them. So, like, they had to carry everything. And actually, Aguirre carried more than anyone else. Of course he did. Yeah, yeah, totally. And he's like, look how big my dick is. Yeah, (laughs) and he's like 50 years old. And everyone's like, oh, crazy. But he got really sick from this. And when they got to, like, the next deserted town, he had to be carried in in a litter. Like, he was so sick. And he even said, like, Marignones, kill me, kill me. I'm too sick. He's, like, begging for death. Yeah, and, like, people would, like, like, come and go and see him. Like, like, you haven't caused enough misery yet. You can't die. They they said, like, he he was reduced to, like, a skeleton for a while. Cool. And didn't die, he like recovered. <laughs> he totally recovered from it. He, he really better. is the wrath of God. But everyone said like, oh, he would have been as easy, to, he would have been easier to kill than a chicken. Yeah. And they didn't do it. It was hard to keep him alive, frankly. Yeah, it was hard <laughs> to keep him alive. We put a lot of work alive. into it, I don't know why. The internal strife continued after Aguirre recovered. Amazingly, uh, they still had one fryer in the mix. Dude, that and fryer was an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, for putting up with all this. You, he's yeah. either an asshole or a coward. Well, or they both. forced him. Okay, yeah. yeah. But he's probably a little bit of both, but who knows. But uh, Aguirre penned a letter to King Philip of Spain uh, declaring his independence, the first declaration of independence in the New World, in the Americas. Huh. But it's another one of those long, rambling, disjointed, make-no-sense letters. Manifesto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it is bonkers. And it almost certainly didn't get back to the king. Even one chronicler, chronicler leaves it out of the whole thing because he's like, Dude, happen. it's a bunch of bullshit. Somebody read it. Honestly. Like, oh, this message you give the king. They read it. They're like... Yeah, this is going straight in the fucking trash. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. Which back in those days was just a fireplace. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not wasting the king's time with this bullshit. Uh, Sire, your royal toilet paper has arrived. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Dope. <laughs> so by this time, the authorities had caught up with Aguirre, and he knew that they were close. In fact, they ran right into each other. Their two forces ran right into each other, and they were both so startled by each other 
that they both retreated. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally that, yeah. that sitcom trope with the, the where they where they both have flashlights yeah. and they go back to back and go whoa. Yeah, it's that's like how Scooby I picture it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Although the uh, the authorities like they actually weren't that like well armed. Like they had like these old Burgundian helmets, and helmet is a generous word. Like they're more like like hats, like like quilted hats than anything. They're like here's your helmet. Yeah. <laughs> Something not too sharp moves not that fast and goes yeah. directly from the top. They're gonna yeah. survive. Yeah. <laughs> here's your Maybe. helmet. My mother made it for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she put a lot of time into it. She just learned how to knit, but I think the care is there. The love is there. Yeah. yeah. They sent correspondence back and forth promising Aguirre's men that if they defected they they'd be given full amnesty and maybe maybe just maybe some leniency if Aguirre turned himself in. And maybe. Soon, yes, yeah. <laughs> soon after many desertions Killing those suspected of wanting to desert. How many are left? Six? <laughs> not many. <laughs> yeah, not <right>. many. <laughs> he was surrounded by the king's forces with just a few friends that decided to not listen to his orders anymore. And well, that's really all you need. Yeah. Just some friends. <laughs> you guys never listen to my he, orders. He like came out know. and he like held a dagger to his chest and he started waxing poetic about how he was going to die despite how much he cared for his marignones and how <laughs> uh, it was all for naught and it was all their fault. and Yeah, you guys fucked this up. Yeah. You guys biffed this one so hard. Yeah. I couldn't have laid out the plans better for you and you guys fucked it up. Yeah. This is and on you. They, like, so many men would just run over and just say, long live the king! And, like, they'd be like, all right, we got another defector. And it just kept <laughs> happening. They didn't have any food by this point. And, like, everyone ran away. Except, except for... Yamoso? <sighs> Anton Yamoso. Yes, uh, thank you, Chris. Uh, Yamoso. It's Yamoso. Like Dragon Ball villain. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that guy sucked brains for him. Yeah. He's, he's of course he end. was the last one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was the last Marignone to stay with him. He was eventually captured. Uh, his He was taken to Pamplona, put under some... Whatever trial. I thought you were gonna say put under some spell. <laughs> <laughs> they gave him like a small trial. He was he was drawn and quartered. Oh, nice. Yeah, and his body was like put at the crossroads of the city. But he was drawn and quartered by bulls, and then that went straight into the running of the bulls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because <laughs> well, it was in Pamplona. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm yeah. gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Which is the place that Ursula found it. Oh. Ah, yeah, comes full circle. Yeah. So Aguirre asked Yamoso why he didn't desert. And he said, We're friends in life, and so we shall be friends in death. Uh, so. <laughs> Which is they, crazy. Yeah. So were they lovers? Is, no. I mean, but. Like, oh, they were. Either, either he was true friends with this guy, or. I don't know. I don't s- know. Or the worst s- kiss ass ever. Yeah, you ever maybe. Seen stepbrothers? Yeah. It's like that. They like the same dinosaur. I, I think I think John that Stamos. it's a couple of fucking unhinged, malnourished, disease-ridden dudes at the end of their rope, just living from moment to moment. I think that's what it is too. Mm. Honestly, I, honestly, like, I mean, you could be like, "Oh, these guys are afraid," but by the time they got to Peru, yeah. all of those people were monsters. 
Yeah. Everyone who was left, I don't care. Yeah. Like, there's no point you could get manipulated at that point. No. And be like, no. oh, he's gonna kill me if I don't rape and pillage. Yeah, right. Fucking incels, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I'm sorry to keep bringing it up, but, like, it, it's, it's, it's like what we were talking about earlier. Like, uh, these dudes, like, these characters of history or, like, fi- fictional characters, uh, or works of fiction, uh, where people <coughs> misconstrue, like, the purpose of these characters, like right. Rorschach and shit right. like that. Right, yeah. And it's like, I could totally see the incel type listening to this or, like, finding out about Aguirre and they're like, yeah, that guy's badass. I, I think totally hearing our re- version of Aguirre, maybe not, but, like... Well, l- j- 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 we're not done yet. Okay. Well, just, I, no, I, I do kind of agree with that, where it's like... I mean, I feel like you read Watchmen and you're like, Rorschach's a monster. Right, you or, know, or Fight Club, Tyler yeah. Durden. Well, I, yeah, we'll get there. Uh, hold on to that thought. Okay. So finding this situation hopeless, Aguirre approached his daughter Elvira, and through tears and Elvira's pleas, he killed her. No. Oh. To use his words, it was because someone that I loved so much should not be bedded by uncouth people. What? So he didn't want like the force, like the king's forces, to come in and like rape her and stuff. Do you think Which, they would have done that? They would have done that. Uh, Absolutely. Okay. It is the 1500s. Yeah, but I mean, maybe not. I mean, she begged, like, "I will join a convent, please, please, like anything, leave me alive." That's and, such a dude thing to do. Yeah, yeah. and like, and, and like, also kind of creepy to be like, insults. "Nobody, yeah. nobody fucks my daughter but me." Right, I mean, yeah. the right kind of guy. Right. Well, exactly. who's me? In the yeah. movie, he does talk about like starting like. Breeding with his daughter and yeah. creating a new society. Like a dynasty. Yeah. 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 And, like, one of her, like, servants, another uh, woman with them, still with them, by the way, she, like, slapped Aguirre's arquebus out of his hand, and he pulled out a sword and just, like, slashed her and stabbed her to death, like, Elvira. Yeah. And, like, the servant girl, though, was, like, left alive. Like, the history's kind of silent on what happened to her, but she was alive, presumably, through this whole thing. And after Aguirre had killed Elvira, he laid down in the bed with the body still there and just kind of stared at the ceiling of the hut they were in and listened to the king's forces, like, surround him. Because, like, it happened right then. Santa Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so a, a, a man named Garcia de Paredes, which I think I'm pronouncing correctly, entered Aguirre's hut and they pointed their swords at him and said that they had Aguirre as their prisoner. And Aguirre stood up, slapped the sword away, and he said, I won't be taken prisoner by the likes of you. <laughs> you know, like, shit like that. And, like, they all came in, and he, he asked for the customary three days for a hearing. And all the Marignones that had defected, they also showed up. And they were looking, and they were just like, kill him now. Kill him now. Seriously, cut his fucking head off right now. Yeah. <laughs> what a bunch of dicks. Yeah. I mean, oh, and he's, oh, and he's looking at wrong. him, sneering right. at him. Yeah. So they, they stripped Aguirre of, of his armor, raised their arquebuses, and fired. His body was cut to pieces, tossed on the road, and his head was taken to Tokuyo, where it was displayed in an iron cage for all the townsfolk to see. You don't want the head to get out. Yeah, <laughs> um, it'll come back to life. It's yeah. connected to the body again, yeah. right? I mean, if we or learned anything from Evil Dead, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Sound, uh, that's from my notes from something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was October 27th, 1561, and Lope de Aguirre, a.k.a. El Loco, a.k.a. the Wrath of God, a.k.a. the Prince of Liberty, a.k.a. the Prince of Terra Firma, was dead at mm. the age of 50. Fuck him. I don't like him. <laughs> yeah. So, and you shouldn't either, dear listener. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, well, listen, listen to me now. So while certainly a madman, Aguirre was the first revolutionary of the New World. His sentiments would be shared by the likes of Alexander Hamilton and Simone Bolivar. Because you see, Hamilton planned on liberate, liberating all the, American, uh, the Americas from foreign rule, and although it never happened, but Bo- Bolivar actually did liberate a staggering five countries from foreign rule. Uh, not quite mirroring Aguirre's brutality, but not quite leaving it behind either. That's a story for a different day, though. We will absolutely be telling you more about Simon Bolivar. Is that why the money's called Bolivars? Yeah, that's why the country's called Bolivia. Duh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What's in a name? Right. right? Bol- yeah, Bolivar succeeded where, where Aguirre failed, like an overland trip over the Andes. Uh, a brutal one, like, Bolivar actually succeeded. Aguirre didn't. Not at all. And, you know, because of this, Bolivar is considered the American liberator, whereas Aguirre is considered a madman, which, granted, he was. Uh, It's just... The way history works out sometimes... I think action and intention have a lot to do with it. 100%, but... Wait until we get to the Simone Bolivar episodes, because there will be several. The dude, Bolivar killed more people than Aguirre did. Oh, wow. Absolutely. But he in, was in a single In a single day, Bolivia, uh, Bolivar killed more people than Aguirre did. With, with kindness? No, against mm-hmm. the wall. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's like the old adage, history is written by the victors. Exactly. And, I mean... And the victors are usually assholes. Aguirre yeah. didn't win. He wasn't no, the victor. No. No. So. Now, a statue would be erected on the island of Margarita, although it was instantly vandalized because, yeah, hey, fuck him. guess what? The people of Margarita don't like Aguirre. Who <laughs> even did all. the statue? Uh, there, there was a couple of people that got together that figured that for history's posterity that they should have a statue of Aguirre. There's a guy who fucked us up one time. Yeah, no. He's not a hero to them. Yeah, they should have made a toilet. With his face They put it up there ironically, shitting. like the Lenin statue in Fremont. Right, yeah. <laughs> Fucking God hipsters. <laughs> Even today, on the island of Margarita, the word tyrant is synonymous with Aguirre. When they say tyrant, they also say Aguirre with it, like to this day. Um, in Venezuela, there are legends about him like returning as like a ball of fire. Oh. And like there's like a phosphorescent lake or something like that yeah. that they think that they call that they named after Aguirre and that they say it's the spirit of Aguirre the tyrant then also Bolivian cocaine is also referred to as the spirit of Aguirre <laughs> because it makes you act like a fucking psycho <laughs> <laughs> but his legacy let's let's pump the brakes may need another look considering the sources that they came from all of the main chroniclers were ex-Marignones looking to clear their own names of the atrocities and crimes that they themselves had committed after or before that they had defected on the other side. So it was in their best interest to say that Aguirre is some kind of crazy monster, and it wasn't them at all. 
So I think some of it may have been overblown a little bit, but he was still a madman. But like Chris was saying, his followers were equally as mad, if not worse, because of the yes ending that they kept doing. And leading by fear, it just created like this... Like a cult mentality, yeah, yeah. you know, like, I feel the same like way a about, Jim Jones type of thing. Yeah. I, I feel the same way about this group as I do about improv. <laughs> <laughs> you love it? Expand on that point. Yeah, yes and. I don't care for it. <laughs> <laughs> Many Basque still think of him as a hero due to his attitudes uh, towards this banished crown. Uh, considering him a hero, especially in the town of Honyadi, uh, because he, he was from there. And the Basque people have always fought the Spanish crown, like, for a long, long time. They're still doing it now in Catalonia. Well, if you have a celebrity from your small town, even if they're a mass murderer, you still put on the the, the sign outside the town, like, home of John Wayne Gacy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, again, it's intent. Like, he did say, like, he hated the Spanish crown and all this stuff, and so do they. So that's why they did it. But... They're sure overlooking a bunch of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you know, when they say that. I, I feel like it's like if I uh, made a bonfire and threw a bunch of people's babies in it, but said I was doing it because I love the McGriddle. <laughs> and then McDonald's is like. This guy loves the McGriddle. Yeah. He's a great guy. He's a celebrity and he loves the McGriddle. End of story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's famous for burning those babies. It's like. But the McGriddle. But the McGriddle. Well, it's kind of like Caligula. In that if you were just not very good and it was in your own best interest to talk shit about him, then that is how history remembers you. So that's all we have. So we don't know if he was a better guy and we'll never know if he was a better guy. But there there have been efforts in the 20th century to rehabilitate his his legacy. Uh, I don't know how successful that people are at doing that. Um, I don't think I would defend his legacy, really. I would say, yeah, there, there's probably some inconsistencies and things that have probably been overblown, but I don't think... There, there's I don't no think good he was anything short of a madman. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, I'm going to go back to the whole incel thing. So it's <laughs> a bunch of incels that are writing about a different incel that they just... Yeah, it's know, like the guys online who, like, worship Elliot Rogers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck that. Aguirre is like an Elliot Roger. Yeah. I think you said that last time. I did say that yeah, last time. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's, well, he's, full he's, circle. he's a whiny little bitch boy. I mean, he died when he was 50, but he's actually... Still like, a bitch boy. He, he still acts like he's a fucking teenager. Like, yeah. Fuck that guy. Well, there you go. <laughs> fuck Aguirre. I hope you, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Yeah, it's it's an interesting story. It has a lot of just I, I don't know, z- it's almost like dark zaniness. Oh yeah, like a bunch of just weird shit happens. Like you could make a like a different movie that'd be like a dark comedy about this guy. <laughs> Maybe yeah. like don't have the like native killing as much cuz that's too much. Maybe leave out some of that rape. Um, There's a lot of, of both of those things. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Can't tell I the just, story. Some about of the those stuff things. where it's like a madman making rules on the fly. Yeah. In a, and and t- saying he's like a new nation in the middle of nowhere. Right. Aguirre, yeah. played by uh, Matthew Barry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, think about I it. I would pay to I see that. I would pay money to see, <laughs> yeah. yes. 
All right. No whispering. Yeah. No whispering. No whispering. You you can conspire, but you gotta yell it. There's only a couple things that really annoy me, guys. <laughs> Conspiring is clearly not one of them. Yeah. I, I, I'm Magire. You don't hear me whispering. I yell everything at the top of my lungs. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to kill that guy later. <laughs> I'm coming for Guzman. Oh, hey, Guzman. <laughs> Guzman. Yeah. I just like saying Goozy. Oh, yeah. Goozy. The Goose was It feels like he's like, a, like the fat dude in a frat who like eats anything. Yeah. You know, like they're like, he's like hey. Eat these snails. He's like, fuck it, I don't care. They, they like, like in the movie Jack, where they like put like, like all the ketchup and mustard and like toothpaste and a bunch of stuff into one bowl, and then like that's like their initiation. Like you have to eat that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. that's goozy. Now I'm just nauseous because of that. <laughs> it's goozy. Anyway, uh, thank you everyone for listening. You know, subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five star review. That would rule. Yeah, um, we, we would really appreciate we'd that. We'd really appreciate on everything. It. Really like, help us out. Li- li- leave a comment on, on the Facebooks or... Yeah, yeah, join uh, our Facebook l- 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 group. We got a Facebook and a Twitter and an Instagram. We got all of those things. Join all yeah. of them. Check them out. We got good stuff on our Instagram. We got good stuff on our Twitter. We put up a lot of pictures of these guys, too. Yeah, so we do, yeah. If you want to put a face to the name, yeah. follow our Instagram. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean... And uh, subscriptions do matter. Like, you don't have to download it right away. But subscribe to it so you know every time a new episode comes out. Yeah. Which also, is every Saturday. It's free. It's free. While we're recording, while we're making the yeah. show, of course. Yeah. When we're in the ability to make a show, we yeah. release one every Saturday and yeah. then wait a while until we can do it again. Until we yeah. do it again. Until we have more episodes recorded. And we do have more coming. So We do have a lot more coming. We have a lot planned for you guys. It's like Peter North coming. It's just, it just loads keeps going. Upon loads. Just, just so much. Yeah. So much content. <laughs> all over my face. He, he's an artist. That's his paintbrush. And we all know where the canvas is. <laughs> all right. That thank makes... you thank you so much for listening, guys. I am Jerry. I'm a history boy. I'm Tyler. I'm a history boy. I'm Zach, and I'm a history boy. Chris, total history boy. Thank you so much for listening. Love you, bye. Without a wow.